you can <laughs> tell when LeBron is having a hard time with you defending him when he does his step back threes. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> Le- LeBron has pretty much two ways of scoring. Either drive way, drive driving or driving, pose or, or turn or jumpers. Mm-hmm. He looked lost. You live with him shooting the shooting perimeter. The, yeah. That, that jumper, like, there's only a couple ways LeBron James scores. And you can live with him shooting the three. You can live mm-hmm. with him shooting the step back jumper. If he can't drive and he's going to rely on that step back three, Nuggets got a good chance. Yeah, LeBron's weakness is being exposed. Can't get to the paint. You make him a jump shooter. Yeah, the team is stagnant with that. Uh, you can't, um, they will live with that. This is what they want. Yeah, shoot, shoot, shoot that, shoot that, shoot that. Do not have any half-court offensive creativity. Um, they better, you know, you know, he can't just rely on LeBron James on top of the key, dribble, 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 and get to the paint all the time. You have to find ways how to score in half-court. Um that's that's the thing that scares me because Denver has everything. They have something defensively, they have something in transition, and they have something in half court. They just have everything too, except their half court. I mean, that's why I'm not confident. Yeah. Welcome to LeBron James. House. <laughs> now James will shoot an open jumper. He's got it. LeBron James with a stare down at that Denver bench. Get the switch. Now Murray on LeBron James. A hobbled Murray. Trying to stay with him as best he can. LeBron James hits one for L.A. James again. Oh, he hits another one. LeBron James putting together a closing quarter against the Nuggets. He'll take a three. LeBron James will hit a three. Oh, how about it? LeBron James pulling out all the daggers here in the fourth quarter. 12-point Laker lead. LeBron has the last nine for L.A. Welcome to the WISE Podcast, Wisdom in Sports and Entertainment. I'm your host, Bob Einstein, and I'm your friendly idiot who is seeking some wisdom and philosophy. Today's episode is the wisdom and philosophy behind the 2020 NBA Finals between the Los Angeles Lakers the Miami Heat. I'm here with my co-host Skip Basemith. As you may know, he and I are your friendly, silly Laker fans who can be very, very idiotic a lot of times, especially after last night. We're going to break down each of the team's offense, defense, and their mindsets. 
Despite of us being idiotic, we are very, very excited of this final matchup. So without further ado, here is our idiotic discussion. Listeners, this is Bob Einstein along with Skip A. Smith here to get owned by LeBron. <laughs> so, what we're going to talk about, we're going to recap game four and five of the Lakers' West Coast finals against the Nuggets. And then we're going to talk about the, pre- the next matchup with the Miami Heat, which I personally find very bomb, exciting matchup. But going back to the West Coast finals, I'm just going to say out of this, personally myself, as a basketball fan and Laker fan, I've been critical of LeBron the past decade. Yeah, I, I was one of the haters. I was one of LeBron haters when he joined Miami. And it was fun hating him. Yeah, it, it really was. And I, I still appreciate him as well. But I think because I was a Kobe Bryant fan at heart and I admired Kobe Bryant's work ethic and footwork and skills that I criticized LeBron's ability to do that to work on his footwork and his um, skills if he, if when his athleticism and body type deteriorates and i've been critical of him uh, shooting jump shots very critical extremely critical but it took me nine years after watching him this season i remember many times like one game i think it was a game against the hawks i was like wow this guy is very special to watch really along here with my friend skip a smith we've been very harsh on him but i meant that to myself um, especially after games four and five especially at that game five yeah he's been proving me wrong he's been proving me that he's capable he's a winner he's a very nasty athlete and becoming more appreciative of him as time goes on. But that's just me. What do you have to say about that, Skippy Smith? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I didn't think he had it in him to finish <laughs> off that game five. Just given um, his track, track record and how he's just been playing all year, I didn't see that coming. But I gave him credit. He took it home. He showed that he wanted to move on to the finals and man, he, he just took over that game mm-hmm. towards the end there. I mean, guy just, just got to give him credit. I think he's made a career of just proving, making people look bad. Mm-hmm. People doubting him. It's just another stepping stone for him in his career and in, in his legacy in the NBA. Mm-hmm. LeBron is hungry and this has been a very great year for him. I'll say that even though at times he looked flat, 
just very seldom he looked flat. But when he's on, when the end game's on, it is fascinating to watch. I was worried that his game was starting to get flat, that his weakness was going to expose, that load up the paint, limit him in the paint. He had to rely on, on, on his jump shot, and which I thought he was incapable of, but he has. But I'll recap game four and five very quickly. Game four, one thing I'll say is that he guarded the Jamal Murray, and he was able to get stops on him. Ballsy move by him. Very good. And then game five, he took over offensively. He was able to, not just about his jump shots in the, in the fourth quarter, but he was able to get to the paint as well. I think the game plan was smart. They attacked Porter Jr. He used, uh, instead of him attacking one-on-one, they used a screen to attack. When he attacks, he really, he took it home. I think LeBron got the job done very well. I think early in the series is Anthony Davis, and then later in the series is LeBron James. Can't disagree. Mm. Yeah, they're ready. So, next matchup for the Lakers. Miami Heat. To be honest, man, this is awesome. This is really awesome. You have LeBron James against Eric Spolstra. Just think about that. Just think about that chess matchup. Just that, to me, is just yes. Just yes. So we have LeBron James against Jimmy Butler. Anthony Davis against Bam Adebayo. Tyler Hero against Alex Caruso. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a fantastic. I think this is what sports fan. I, I, I don't know what the sports fans are thinking, but personally for me, I, I'm excited. How do you feel? I think it's a fun matchup just given, yeah, there's storylines. Pat Riley's, you know, Riley. history with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. And his history LeBron with LeBron James. James history. With Miami. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's a lot of underlying stories going on. Yeah. But yeah. The best part is on the court. The X's and O's. Both teams can play some basketball. Especially defensively. Let's be kept Miami's player run. Very impressive. Swept in Indiana Pacers. Totally outmatched the, the Milwaukee Bucks. And really play well against probably their toughest matchup, uh, the Boston Celtics, who match up pretty well with them. You know, and I think you and I talked about they play very similar. But Miami's defense took them home throughout the whole playoffs. What's been most surprising, or well, not really surprising, because over the years we've learned that Eric Spostra is a very good defensive coach. Mm-hmm. You've been, um, you, you think he was underappreciated a lot when, he was, when the, my, LeBron was there. Dude, we talked about this like yeah. years ago. But... Mo- mo- yeah, multiple times, yeah. Personally, I didn't appreciate him as much as you did. Um, I'll I think be we had yeah. we had a conversation like this guy is defensively defensive minded is just disgusting. off the charts. Yeah, disgusting. But yeah, like you said, their def- their defense carried them all through this play or all year now through this entire playoffs, and mm-hmm. it's gonna be quite a challenge. One question I want to ask is, so their defense is like zone. That's the, the, the big key word. How come these professional NBA teams, basketball-wise, cannot beat this zone, which is a basic thing that you can, you can dissect easily, at least in theory? What makes Miami's defense zone so unique or so, so different? 
I think we touched based on this maybe one or two podcasts ago. I mm. think so many teams or the NBA is trending in a way where everything is pick and roll or everything is tacking the paint first. So that's the first initiation of any offense right. is getting to the paint. I think over the years, like if you go maybe in the 90s, 2000s, it wasn't everything is yes to get to the paint, but there were a lot of dominant bigs during that time. Mm. So it's easier to play inside out that way. But now the the newer NBA or the new style is not so much of going low first with the big mm, inside out. It's more so spacing it and first mm. driving it. Oh, so what oh, oh. technically is the zone defense packing the paint essentially is to do what? Limit your Shoot. ability to drive the ball. Okay, I don't know why, but everyone has this impression that the zone, whatever, a good shooting team could just shoot you out of the zone. Oh. But technically you're playing through the shooters, hands. Yeah. But shooters need that driving kick. Yeah. Like that's spot up. It's not like every not everyone can shoot off the dribble like uh, Steph Curry, Steph Curry or Dean mm. Lillard, like like you know uh, of that quality. AD. Yeah. If you look at all the all in technically speaking in general, like a three point shooter, like a spacer, Danny Green, Robinson from Miami, all these guys are rely they rely on the driving kick to shoot the threes. And you look at Miami, Milwaukee. That offense is just based off of one guy being able to drive to the paint. You help kick out to open threes, Middleton, George Hill, Wesley Matthews, Brooke Lopez, so on and so, so on and so forth. So what the ability to pack the paint, play physically, play in a zone type of defense, it takes away your initial action of being able to drive the paint and having guys relying on just being able to catch and shoot the three compared to now you have to catch it and you have to make a play. So I think that's, I don't know if I answered your question, but I think that's mm. where, why in a sense, the mm. zone or packing the paint or limiting the driving abilities has been working a lot. We've seen it earlier this year work a lot and teams using it more. And obviously Miami uses it more than anyone else. Mm. It's because of their, I think just that, being able to take away your first option of offense of taking away that ability to drive the paint. And now teams offenses are now out of whack because what else can we do? We're trained in a sense to drive and kick, drive and kick, drive and kick. But now can you post up? Can you catch the ball and make a play? Yeah. Or in the teeth of the defense. Okay. So that's why I think it has a role now in this new style NBA where teams are using it more just because of the fact that everyone's bread and butter is the pick and roll getting into the paint. I can see that. Because what shocks me, especially someone who's as genius as Brad Stevens, is where's the adjustment? How come you're not getting the ball in in, in the teeth and and, and not collapsing the defense and and run the high-low? and. Like, uh, but you still have to have your players to be capable of making that. Capable of doing that. Okay, that shocks me because I feel like any player can be cute. But I guess it's and maybe it's harder than it seems. <laughs> like anyone knows that you, you pound it in the middle of the zone and it, it collapses. Yeah. But can you have a guy that can make the proper reads when he catches the ball? Okay. 
can you have a guy that's able to be aggressive and score and okay. then make plays for everyone else? It, you also need someone to be able to do that. Okay. Okay. Got you. So we're talking about Miami's defense. We're Miami's coaching staff. What's your game plan? You just got to continue to pack the paint. With play with his own. Okay. How do you think you, you do you limit LeBron in the paint as well? So you limit LeBron AD, anyone in the paint, right? Yeah. So okay. it's the blueprint to beat LeBron and the Lakers is can you make, can someone else go make a play mm-hmm. other than him creating the offense? Okay. So how do you do that? You take him out of the paint, you make him swing the ball to the other side, and you make that guy either shoot the three put it on the floor and make a play. And you got to seek out Danny Green. You got to seek out KCP. Give, make them make a play. Not shoot the three, but make a play. Can they make a play? We'll see. Okay. Do you give the jump shots to them? KCP, Danny Green, Caruso, Kuzma, Rondo. But that's... That's what they want you to do. What's that they want you it's not necessarily them even giving you that shot because they, their ability to pack the paint but also zone you up and recover is mm-hmm. amazing. So they're going to – it's not so much of them taking the three. It's more so when they catch it and drive it, you got to make them either a score or you got to make them make another play. And – I like my chances. If you're making Danny Green drive it, if you're making KCP KCP drive it, it. Mm. I like my chances. The difficult thing here is how do you defend Anthony Davis? Yeah. Or let's say say Anthony Davis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's say you zone him up. He's still able to still catch it. He's still going to be able to catch it in a position for him to still be able to attack. So I think we brought it up earlier. I would move move Jimmy Butler and have him be the zone guy. He's going to come over and cause havoc on Anthony Davis. And you have now two good defenders on him and make him make a play. Can he pass out of the double team? Is he able to force his way through that double or that collapsing of his airspace of being able to attack and I like my chances. <laughs> and then you live with LeBron hitting the mid-range. You live with him hitting the three, but you can't live with him driving it, causing foul trouble, and then making a play out of the double team or overhelping on his dribble penetration. I see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Big picture, I think double Anthony Davis and make LeBron a jump shooter. Just keeping out, keep LeBron out of the paint. How about the bigs? It, yeah. It's it's important to, like, let's say you come double with Goran Dragic, but Anthony Davis, if he's playing with his physical mindset, he can still power through that. But can he power through a Jimmy Butler coming over to help? I don't think so. So it's going to be important to see who's coming over to double team. Like Andre Iguodala come over and help. That's just dangerous. Like you're just asking for a turnover. Because mm-hmm. those guys, 
individually are great defenders. Now you're giving them a chance to come over and be a help defender. Watch out. Dang. They have a lot. Yeah, they... This team is built... That team is just built very well with a lot of wings, athleticism, and discipline. And they're capable. Yeah, I agree. They're very capable. What if... So... How about like players like Dwight Howard and McGee if they want to play big? Yeah, that's the key to this. Can you, can the Miami Heat able to box them out and finish off the defensive possession by rebounding the ball? <laughs> I have a feeling that the Lakers will miss shots and miss plenty of shots because of the zone. But can a of, you a lot of missing? Yeah, go ahead. Can you get the board? Finish it off by the, getting the, the, the rebound. Yeah, if you can do that, you negate what Dwight Howard and McGee's advantage is there for. Because hmm. at some point, let's just say you close out the game with if the Lakers decided to close out the game and be big with Howard, at some point. If you're Miami, you have to decide, do I put Bam on Anthony Davis? That leaves Jay Crowder or whoever that Andre Iguodala, let's say, to be the guy that has to go box out Dwight Howard. Can Jimmy Butler and everyone come in and be able to negate Mm -hmm. that? Mm -hmm. Then kind of negate that the Lakers' decision of going big because they want – they're going big to, first of all, they want that matchup of you not putting Bam on Anthony Davis. They want, like, a Jay Crowder, uh, Iguodala. Not saying that they're not good defenders. Those guys are solid defenders. But at the end of the day, Anthony Davis is bigger and longer than But if they're going to go big and then you counter that with Bam guarding Anthony Davis, the whole point of – then now the Lakers' advantage is having a Dwight Howard to offensive rebound the ball. Mm. So I don't think they have more so of a problem of primarily stopping Davis or LeBron James, but the problem finish. now is with your scrambling, can you finish can off you the finish play defense. by mm-hmm. rebounding the ball? I see. Okay. You can see that. Especially if we- if they can force Lakers pick a, shoot a lot of jump shots, that'd be a lot of that'd be a vanish then because those long rebounds, those bigs we're not able to get. Yeah, I agree. I agree. This team is very capable of doing that. WAD limit LeBron off the paint as usual, and make them shoot jump shots, and contest. Yeah, and they're athletic enough to to recover and contest to make it more yeah. tough. And then the Lakers' X factor so far this playoffs has been Rondo. Mm-hmm. And I'm surprised teams are still letting him play make. Mm-hmm. Like, no, they gave him the jumper. They gave him the jumper. I, I mean, make- when he's able to still go downhill, mm-hmm. like, make him a score. Mm-hmm. He's been pretty efficient. He's been pretty good at it. Get Still getting into the paint and finish. But at the same time, you can't let him dribble the ball and survey and make all those passes. Because you can have to key on him and take away something. You take away his playmaking, it's going to make it harder for LeBron James. 
and you make Which him a Miami, score, yeah, uh-huh. Go ahead. He, he, if he misses a couple of shots here and there, he might lose some confidence. Yeah, it may, he not, may not be a factor, yeah. Miami's capable of doing that, too, because they're athletic and they're very reactive enough to limit those passing lanes for Rondo, those cuts which Rondo wants. So Rondo wants spacing. He wants those, like, the, the spacing to be there and to get into those passing lanes. Miami's very good at that, so that might limit Rondo. Dana sucks. The get blueprint to beat the Lakers, like it's pretty standard. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing is, this is what Miami does best. They what the? This is I mean, Miami's blueprint defense. This is what they do. This is what they do. Yeah. Best. It's kind of how Detroit played the Lakers in two thousand four. It's okay. We want you. We we you know how to play you. Ooh. Yeah. It's like this is just standard Miami defense, mm-hmm. but it just coincides with the blueprint of how you beat the Lakers mm-hmm. or how you beat LeBron James. That's fun. Eric Spolstra is probably like, we got, okay, let's do this. Oh, I, I coach LeBron. I know his strengths, but I also know his weaknesses. And I know the other team's weaknesses. The thing is that, yeah, and he's, I trust Spam. I think he can probably. If he has to, he might have to use him on, on Anthony Davis. He probably have, uh, if not, maybe have Crowder and have Bam as an off-ball helper defensively. He probably will use the perimeter to stop LeBron and probably, yeah. Ideally, it would be nice to have Crowder or Iguodala on on Anthony Davis, but Bam can somehow shut him down too. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Just middle this beat Giannis against Butler. There's the Bermuda Triangle. It surrounds Giannis Lopez from behind. Bam Adebayo with the block. Adebayo. Okay, so we're the Lakers mindset. We're the Lakers coaches. We're thinking about Lakers offensively right now. Skip, is there anything that jumps out of you to do offensively? Yeah, Everyone like... says Miami Heat culture. Mm-hmm. They're a gritty team, defensive mind team, physical team. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the Lakers, they're just as physical, mm-hmm. just as strong. Yeah. They can be even more physical. Yeah. So I think it's just going to be big picture wise. It's just going to be if Lakers can impose a physical will on this series and match Miami's intensity. I think if they're able to match Miami's intensity at the end of the day, Lakers are bigger. Lakers are stronger. Mm. And I think if they can maximize those two strengths, I think Lakers are in pretty good shape. Okay, yeah. I think before you even touch base on the offense, we have to talk about the matchups. Okay. So as a... But how is it one-on-one matchups when it's like zone and everyone's switching and all all that? No, but but technically, it's still still a zone, but Mm. that guy still technically has first priority on him. Okay, 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 gotcha. So it's like a zone, but it's not like Jimmy Butler is going to be guarding AD. He's Mm going to come help. But then the primary defender is still someone. Right? Okay. All right. Let's talk about matchups. So if you're, I think from the Lakers' perspective, you still got to go big. Okay. Yeah. I think that's I your, that's your really main big advantage, not just in this series, but mm-hmm. any series that they play is their size, physicality, and ability to 
not sacrifice speed with their with their size. So for me, I will yeah, still start. I will still start Dwight Howard. Okay. So now, if pretend, let's just pretend you start Dwight. Mm-hmm. Does that force Miami to put Bam on him? And then does that move Jay Crowder to guard Anthony Davis? And then does that eventually end up Jimmy Butler on LeBron James? So I would prefer to go big because it forces Jay Crowder to be on Anthony Davis. It forces Jimmy Butler to be on LeBron James. Now, we all know how good of a defender Jimmy Butler is. But at the end of the day, LeBron's got size and he's got some pounds on him. Mm-hmm. Now, the scary part is what this Miami defense does or their ability to do is in a sense, they can maybe put Adebayo on Anthony Davis, Jay Crowder move over to LeBron James, and then have Jimmy Butler be the help guy. And you have such a good de- Dwight. Uh-huh. You have such a good defensive player being your help guy. Now, that's pretty dangerous. I don't think they're using that match in that scenario, but just think about Jimmy Butler being a roamer and being a guy that causes chaos. That can be pretty scary. But going back to the matchups, I think Anthony Davis over Jay Crowder, like he has to be able to own that. Mm-hmm. LeBron James, Jimmy Butler, it's going to be tougher. I'm, I'm not discounting Jimmy Butler, Butler yeah. But, but yeah. then LeBron has to own that. Yeah, you got that on him. Mm-hmm. You got that size on yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Or if you want... And then Miami, do they risk going, putting Bam on Anthony Davis early, risk foul trouble, and then they don't have much depth in the front court afterwards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think those yeah. are the key matchups. Yeah. And then I think Goran Dragic is going to be a nightmare. Mm-hmm. The Lakers killer 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Against, us, against Sasha Fricic. But it's okay. Yeah. We don't have Sasha anymore. We have AC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I and see you got that. Robinson, so light, light, lights out shooter. Not just Robinson, Tyler Hero. Yeah, the, yeah, the Splash I mean, Brothers. We didn't, to, we didn't get to Tyler Hero. Yeah, yet, yeah. <laughs> we'll get to them defensively because those are nasty Splash <clears throat> Brothers. Okay. Yeah, I see that. I guess, yeah. Uh-huh, so go ahead. Off- mm-hmm. Offensively, it go- it match- goes into play hand in hand with the matchups and. Lakers have to go big to get the matchups that they, that they want. prefer, mm-hmm. early at least. Mm-hmm. If you want to close the game, I, I, I can see them closing big mm-hmm. because it still favors their matchup mm-hmm. of trying to get AD and LeBron in those single-handed matchups. Mm-hmm. But at the end, Miami's still going to play zone. They're going to pack the paint. They're going to come double, cause chaos. Technically, it's how much of a difference does it make? I don't know. But at least to, as a primary defender, Jay Crowder will technically still have to handle Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. Or Dwight Howard. Gonna get double, yeah. mm-hmm. Whether he's going to get double, whether they're going to come over and zone him up, that's another story. But the primary defenders, you still have to count for that. Yeah, I see. I see. So it's like a front court matchup. Yeah, Lakers have this size, size advantage, which I think would be key. I agree. I thought about that too. First, I thought I was like, maybe like they should 
play in the Miami's hands goes small. To guard someone like Bam is okay. He could be like a joke, uh, like a joke. He could still go big. So Anthony Davis doesn't have to be on. So I was thinking like maybe it'd be like Ojemi Butler against LeBron James, and then Anthony Davis against Bam. Doesn't have to be that. You have in another Forster, Dwight Howard, or Ricky. But let's say Dwight Howard. You had two bigs to put on Bam, given trouble. And I was thinking you got to put someone in, in the teeth of defense like LeBron or AD. I would, primarily, I think AD to put it in a box in, in the middle of the zone defense to collapse. And then if they collapse, throw a lob to Dwight, try to milk that. Or you could put Anthony Davis on, on the perimeter and then have LeBron being, being in, the, in the teeth of that zone and then throw a lob to Anthony Davis or kick it to someone else. That's the beauty of having a big like that because they'll be afraid of the lob or, you know, the pass. The thing is what I never really understood is that back in this rewind 10 years ago when Lakers had Pau Gasol, right? When they play against the Suns at Western Conference Finals, how come they didn't do that against uh, the Suns when they went zone? They, that triangle offense was completely out and they look as low, they struggle against the Suns zone, Suns defense. How come they didn't put Powell and that in the middle of the zone? Maybe instead of, it could be Lamar or Bynum that he could have passed to to attack the paint. You know what I mean? To be honest, he threw me off guard here. Yeah. Uh, Because like, I feel like if they were able to limit that, they might able to limit that play. Because that play, I always think of high-low. It is the my all-time favorite basketball play, which I see no one runs except for possibly. Lakers actually run it at times, but or, or even the Warriors, but no one else run it. But I think that's how you beat the zone. High-low with LeBron, AD, and a big. Um, that's to me, is how you beat that zone. And I was wondering... Does that not work? Because Lakers couldn't do it against the Suns with Powell, which was like we think is the best, best passy big man in the league, who I would think he would be a zone nightmare, but his game was off when that zone was. I don't know, it was like surprise element. Maybe it was a surprise element. Does it not work that way? Like, that's the thing. Like, does it not work? Theoretically, it should work. Theoretically, it should work. All right. Okay. Right, so theoretically, think, it should work. <laughs> Just in theory. All right, okay. Um, I think it gets so congested and packed in the paint, it, be, it can become difficult. Okay. Especially, I think if you want to speak on Powell. Or Odom. Or Odom. Or Odom. Yeah. But Powell can get frustrated physically. And oh. if you play physically and pack the paint, it can be congested where it can be difficult to pass out. Okay. So I mean, that, that's all I can say right now. Okay. I don't remember. Okay. Okay. What, what happened detail for detail, but directly, yes, it's supposed to work. Okay. So that would be my engine to the offense. Be the high low. Do you, what I saw what Boston did against Miami's defense, they, they, they still ran screens. They still ran a pick and roll. You probably would do that for LeBron, right? I think what Boston was doing is you can still screen when someone plays a zone, so you can get that player to free up in like a pocket of the zone to get a shot up. Mm-hmm. 
but the, it goes back to that's not really LeBron's game to do a, go up for a pull up jumper. He 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 showed it to close out Denver, and mm-hmm. th- that's history. We all know what happened, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that's not his game. Okay. I I can see them using it, but I feel like Lakers are going to attack that zone by being very patient and passing the ball. So the the key to me offensively is being patient. Being patient. Okay. That's number one. Number two is you can't turn the ball over. <laughs> yeah. And then the number three, yeah. you got to get the bigs in foul trouble. Okay. Because so they, they, are, they are thin up front. Mm-hmm. They're very thin. They haven't seen the number, size. Yeah, they haven't seen the size. That's how Giannis. Number four <laughs> is to crash the offensive boards. Okay. It's going to be... It's supposed to be a battle of the bigs. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if, if the Lakers want to win, at least they have to make it a battle of the bigs. Okay. I can see that. So, LeBron James, he will probably. Do you see him more on the perimeter and try to see the defense, or do you see him trying to attack? So, you don't see him attacking, you see him observing first and find the weakness that the split second weakness window I'll take advantage so. of. Okay. I'll say so. Okay. Instead of imposing that will that him attacking. Or something. Okay. I think you at least save it when Rondo's in the game. Okay. And he plays softball. Mm-hmm. Rondo can free him up for, especially if you're going to play zone with Rondo and LeBron at, on the floor at the same time. Okay. So just be patient offensively. Find, patient offensively. React you to cannot, it. Yeah. You cannot. Turn it. Cannot. <laughs> Actually, let me move that to number one. You mm-hmm. cannot yeah. turn the ball over no. against Miami. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm not sure how, what to do offensively. That's why I ask you. But I think it's smart, yeah, to react to the, react to the defense and be patient with it. I, I agree. Yeah, that's what partially is so good about Miami. They'll throw different looks at you. Mm-hmm. It's not just the zone that they play. They can no. play man-to-man, but mm-hmm. then, like I said, Jimmy Butler is going to be a roamer. Mm-hmm. He's going to come double. He's going to be roams. the defense. Oh, okay. He's going to be the guy off-ball um, causing havoc on the other side. Yeah, so that, you're right. That's you're what's, right. That's they they what's blitz, scary. too. They still have the blitz, the blitz that they did with, the Maya, with Dwayne Wade and, and LeBron James, yeah, so which is pretty – They're not strictly zone. I don't even qualify them as straight-up zone. It's mm. them packing the paint and roaming and causing chaos. Mm-hmm. And it works. So, and it I, works. I won't even – yeah. I won't even classify it as a zone. It's just mm. how Miami plays defense. They pack the paint. Mm. And they have really good individual defenders now being off-ball defenders causing chaos and havoc on the other side. Okay. You can see that. We even talk about Andre Iguodala yet. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. We'll get to them. The Lakers, basically, yeah. See, just see it through. Be patient with it. Just yeah, because they want to cause chaos. I think this is this has to be AD series too. Another AD series. Mm-hmm. So it's another AD series. We know against what Bam too. Did. Against Bam, this could be awesome. I think it's gonna be freaking awesome. It's such a fun matchup, especially against like Eric Spoelstra. It's gonna be like 
and we can see something. AD is still a nightmare matchup offensively, so utilize him. Just use it. Just know what to pick. That's the thing. Know where to position him. Know, know what to do. Oh, yeah. And I don't think they want to go one-on-one because they understand. They, they're yeah, coming. The, the, the double is coming. Yeah. The double. And it, I feel like it's Jimmy Butler that's coming. Okay. And so that's, you pop, that's scary. So you probably have to move AD off ball a lot. Just a lot of pick and roll. A lot of off screen. Um, a lot of off off ball action yes or it's time to for him to show his growth and be a playmaker yeah or use his size and tech maybe just like dissect the defense can he do it yeah that's why it's 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 his series Mm -hmm. lebron's gonna do his thing but i feel like this is anthony davis's series yeah oh back in game one thing i say about anthony davis in game four against the nuggets he did play well at least in the first half he he was hot, so he was cap- he showed capability of hitting that mid range, but we'll see if it keeps up. Yeah, so I think Davis also proving me wrong, and it's good. I mean, as a Laker fan, it's good. He's gonna be our future. It's a proper, nice, proper sighting. Improvement is, is what we like to see. Like he said, it's like he thinks too much, and it's just being human. But if you just stop and go and attack, mm-hmm. and that's what you wanted from him, you just wanted to attack. Yeah, and then if you think about it, whoever they throw at him. He has the he has advantage. To, I don't, yeah, I don't huge, care if he's advantage. It was Bam or Coffee. Bam, exactly. Igadala. Yeah. He he has the ability to dominate any matchup that they throw at him, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. provided that they don't come double yeah. help, whatever. But just saying individually, any matchup that he gets, he's supposed to be able to win and dominate that matchup. I agree. I agree. And that goes with LeBron too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. So we're going to talk about defensively. Man, what do you think so far? How do they handle Miami? So I think Miami is a good combination of what Denver likes to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a little bit of what Portland's capable of doing. So what I mean by that is they like to go with a lot of their offense is initiated with Bam, giving the ball to him. And then they do a lot of off-ball motion, movement, cuts, back screens, and they just move all over the place, like a motion offense in a sense. A lot of what Denver likes to do. So my question is to you is, do you play all the screens and everything straight up and make Bam, a primary scorer. Because I know he, he puts up numbers like 20, 30, mm-hmm. whatever. He's capable mm-hmm. of scoring. Mm-hmm. But I feel like 60, 70%, it's very similar to how Montrezl Harrell scores. It's off of someone else. Mm-hmm. It's off of you going out to help, and then he gets the pass, and he's athletic enough to catch, make a move, and finish at the paint. But... I know he had a highlight dunk. Like, take, you took Tice off the dribble for that monster jam in that game, hmm. in the other game against Boston. Hmm. But is he capable of being a one-on-one scorer so much where he's able to put up 20-30 on you without Dragic feeding him for some dunks? Hero, all, the, all those guys feeding him off easy baskets off of their dribble penetration. 
I see. Okay. So let's talk about BAM first. That's a very good question. Initially, my response was to be like, don't make him dominate. I was like, you have a big dominate, you collapse the defense. I guess that's basketball one-on-one. But think about it more. Like you said, if you just make him a score, like like same game play with Jokic, you make Jokic a score and, and limit other players, the perimeter game, uh, that's not a good, that's a solid plan. I think that's a very solid plan because we don't know how capable he is taking over a ball game. If give me the ball, I'll take us home. So instead of making him score off those off ball or so you say Montres Harrell, he he scores off ball, right? Of Woodley Williams, pick and roll and all that. So I agree with that. I say limit to make Bam score, make him score on your one-on-one, make him score over Anthony Davis, make him score over Dwight Howard. Primarily, preferably over Dwight Howard. And with closing minutes over Anthony Davis. If not, go back to Dwight Howard. You have m- multiple guys who can stop you on that. I agree with that. I do. He's an awesome player. I'll I, I be honest. Yeah, he's a very awesome player. I didn't know he's that good until I watched the playoffs for him. I said, like, oh my gosh, this guy's like a, this guy, this guy's like a Pau Gasol. Like he, or like, like a Boris D. Howe athletic Pau Gasol type player. It's just so capable. Very high IQ. Very young. I think he's going to be a monster in the future. He's going to, especially under Eric Spolstra, he's going to be a very good player. He's very skillful. You combine with skill, uh, then skill, IQ, and a little bit of some nastiness to able to attack and dunk. Mm. It's very good. Does he have it now? I would not say yet. So you can take advantage of his growth. Okay, he's capable, but does he have the confidence? Like we always bash this on Anthony Davis. Can you take us home? Uh, so we for, so can yeah, force him to take you home. Make him score on you one-on-one. Try to limit those off-ball passes as well, just like Jokic does. Like he's like his IQ is just so good. And he's and like the way to position him is very it's like how I how we like to play basketball. And it's in it's, it's at the box, that corner at the free of the line box. And it's just it's genius. It's beautiful. Um, and they roam around him. So yeah, do you give him the jump shot? I w- That's a scary part. I'm not sure he has shown he's capable of making that jump shot, that mid-range consistently. That's scary. <laughs> but you have a Dwight Howard on him. Yeah, play, play up front with him. And yeah, the thing is like, okay, so if, we wanna, if I want to put Dwight Howard on him one-on-one, they're going to probably do some off-screen, a lot of force the switch as well. Yeah, Pam is just it's like another it's like another Jokic. Just realize that. She's another Jokic. Well it's because his skill set would they use him as a playmaker. So if you think about Miami, they're really he's the guy that initiates the offense. He doesn't bring it up, but he's the one that's going to touch it first. And then yeah. they run a lot of motion offense, like cuts, yeah. picks, on like, ball, picks, handoff. Just like Draymond Green. Yeah. Yeah, so the Warriors offense. Mm-hmm. They make him a primary playmaker in yeah. that sense. High post playmaker, point forward, mm-hmm. yeah. half court playmaker. He, he's one head of the monster that you have to consider. Yeah. So he's I would awesome. personally trying to make him a scorer okay and then yeah. there's i'm just saying and then there's jimmy Butler. oh yeah mm-hmm. 
So I feel like Jimmy Butler, he's just he's gonna get his he's points. You think so? He's because he scores primarily in the paint. I think Lakers but, have a lot of side have, have has a very good yeah. matchup. This is a nightmare matchup with Jimmy Butler because I cannot so, see him getting in the paint. You make him I, I you make him a jump shooter. You make Jimmy Butler take that shot. He's gonna so who, prove us wrong, just like LeBron yeah, James does. <laughs> who, who do you put on? Okay, primarily I think LeBron. I think no. to start off, it's gonna be J- Danny Green. But so you want LeBron have- James is gonna chase. Dragic or, or or Robinson or Tyler Hero LeBron's, or, or LeBron's Crawford. Gonna play, LeBron's going to play either. No, hold on. LeBron's going to play Robinson, and he's going to roam. You want LeBron James to roam, though. Don't you want him to be ready? Just like he's more of just waiting for the steal. But, but he's not a roamer. You, That's KCP. That Alpha KCP on that. But you need KCP on Dragic. Okay, that sucks. <laughs> but you want so, but so you want? I would not do that because that would tire LeBron out. That was a, but he's he's not going to start off on Jimmy Butler because that would tire him out as well. Or yeah, do you he, think I mean, he's not going to start on Jimmy Butler? Period. Maybe not start. Closing games, I can see him doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, right, but he's not going to start off on. It's going to be Danny Green on Jimmy Butler. Okay. Okay. And I have. Okay. I we'll have, see. We'll see. You think to start is Danny Green? I'll say keep LeBron. I don't know. I'll be shocked. You want him to be a roamer though? Like you want LeBron to run around early in the game? That's a lot of running. It's not roaming. It's he's the help guy. Roaming. He's the one in playing the passing lane. But he's the, going to be preoccupied with Robinson. You cannot leave Robinson open. No, you can't. So how do you help it having a help guy if you're going to leave him open? You know what I mean? Because either way, the Lakers' defense, they're not going to let them shoot three-pointers. Okay. Okay, this goes back to the defensive plan. First monster is, is Bam. 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 You make Bam. him a scorer. Number two is Jimmy Butler. I feel like you just let him have his. You can't foul him. Number three is Goran Dragic. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah, that one, I can't. That's a nightmare. And then it's it's the three-point shooters. You can't. This team, (laughs) you cannot let them shoot three-pointers. So what's the game plan? I feel like (laughs) you have to. It's the same thing. You got to send Dragic to the paint. It's scary. He can finish. He's crafty. But I feel like we got bigs. We got Andy Davis, Dwight Howard, LeBron James, all who can roam and roam the paint and protect the paint against him. And then you have Danny Green and KCP who are quick enough and fast enough to recover to Jimmy Butler, Robinson, Jay Crowder. So you have to sacrifice something, and I'll say you have to you sacrifice Jimmy Butler going for twenty twenty five, but you can't foul him. If he gets his mid range jumper going, then so be it. If he's able to drive here and there, so be it. But okay. if he's you gotta give up something, I'll give I'll let him go off. I don't want Dragic to go off. You want yeah, and I feel like Hero and Robinson are flow players. They're not. Hero's showing he can get his, 
but I don't think he's established himself so much that he's going to come out and light you up for 20-30 every single game. He and Robinson are within the flow of their offense, moving off ball, getting those threes based off of those three guys. I won't put him as a head monster yet. Priority, yeah. Well, but they, he, he's they, a, put, they provide elements, though, in a way. that kind of like shift the defense. They put it still, off balance. It's yeah. still primarily with those three guys. Okay. And the scariest one is Goran Dragic. Goran Dragic, everyone, I see. Everyone's saying it's going to be Jimmy Butler, it's going to be no. Bam, it's going to be mm-hmm. Tyler Hero. And this guy, he's their engine. He's the guy that mm-hmm. is the reason why those guys get open. Mm-hmm. He's the guy. He's the reason why Adebayo gets ten points at the rim. He's the guy. He's the reason why Robinson gets those wide open threes. Mm. He's the guy that reason why Hero is able to get in that flow offense and score on his his side of the ball. Yeah. Because teams are forcing it on Dragic to get it out of his hands. Yeah. So it's like how you said, like by Tony Parker and Ginobili were the engine to the offense. They were the ones who get to the paint and initiate that. That driving kick and all that. I agree. Especially Josh has a history of killing the Lakers. <sighs> Why? <laughs> um, anyways. But um, I do have yeah. confidence in KCP because of his speed. And he does provide some size against Drogic, which I think you need. I don't think you necessarily need the foot speed necessary to keep up with him. But you do need length and size to be able to be more physical and play with him. This is where I think Rondo might come in and, and might take the role of that. KCP is capable. I believe KCP as well. He's capable of guarding Dragic, that size as well. But when it comes to match the nastiness, the confidence, uh, I would try Rondo. As, I would try Rondo. If, 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 if KCP is not working, but give another look of Dragic, I'll try Rondo. Or Rondo on Tyler Hero, you want to do that. But I'll put Caruso on Tyler Hero. But yeah, you say KCP... I thought Rondo on, on Drogic. I think that's going to be a fun matchup if it happens to me because it's just more of the mental, in the moment, men, what is Rondo's going to anticipate what and how is Drogic going to react to it? It's just, that to me is just awesome. That's something I would do. Closer with Rondo, I don't know, but why not? Yeah. Even if I, I do agree that Drogic is the X factor and I would say, hey, we have. Dwight Howard to punk Bam. Let's put in Rondo to punk Drogic. I don't think you can punk him, though. Maybe not punk. I think he can. I think he can. No? At least, like, something. Like, something. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you can punk Drogic. No, no? So you see with KCP? Well, obviously. You, How about Caruso? How about Caruso and Drogic? How about Caruso and Drogic? Caruso... I know this sounds crazy, but I want Caruso on Jimmy Butler, and I want LeBron on Tyler Hero. Oh my gosh! You mean you're gonna tie LeBron out? It's the finals, but this is to, this is to close out the game. It's not during never, the game. I never thought. Oh, to close that was it to close out? You put Caruso over LeBron to on Butler. Yes. Wow. Holy crap. Really? Why? I'm, depending if let's pretend Dragic or Tyler Hero is killing you, 
whoever's got the hot hand, LeBron's going to go guard him. Okay. Okay. And then I'll sacrifice Jimmy Butler over. I, I, I like Caruso on Jimmy Butler. Okay. I can see that. I can see that. I thought Caruso would beat the Romer. Like, he's able, because Caruso, I see, LeBron does it, but Caruso does it well in a way is like, first, if Jimmy Butler, he's going to post. So I'm not sure Caruso has that girth to handle him. So that's why I put LeBron. And if he somehow gets to the paint, collapse the defense, bring in a second defender, Caruso is capable of anticipating like double, but also uh, recover and get the steals. That's why I put Alfred Caruso on, on the Romers and on, on the on like Robinson or or Tyler. No, I agree. LeBron's gonna guard Jimmy Butler, but I'm saying in the case where if if, if, oh, if Tyler shooters those, those shooters again or Broderick, if they're or killing Dodrick, or, Robinson, you can't really. I wouldn't waste LeBron on him. You just have to stick on him. But I'm saying if. Gordon Dragic, he's torching you. If he's torching you, if he's torching you the all game, okay, and he's just tearing you up, mm-hmm. along maybe, with Tyler Hero. Maybe, maybe put LeBron on Dragic. If Tyler, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't. Oh, sorry, also, whoever also has the heart, hand, oh, so anyone who is okay. killing you at that point in time. Okay. okay. LeBron's gonna have to finish and start and kill him, take him out of the game. Okay. 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 Yeah, I definitely agree. Just like uh, Jamal Murray. Like, yeah, I agree. It does okay. give you a weakness where Jimmy Butler is going to go and post you, but I like my chances. Okay. Okay. I like my chances forcing him into the paint, finishing over bigs. I trust Crusoe's premier defense against Jimmy Butler. And to be honest, I'm disrespecting Jimmy Butler right now. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I say Skip Basinger doesn't like Jimmy Butler as well? <laughs> um, yeah, me too. I'm not. I don't think he's that great of a player. Oh my god, we're gonna eat it! Wow, but bring it. This is fun. And Jimmy Butler does have the confidence. I'm gonna give it to him. It's the confidence. It's the right team for him. Good for him. But can you take us home? We don't believe in you, but we'll see. We'll see. Okay, mindsets of the Lakers. Physical dominance. And be patient offensively. You're bigger inside. You're bigger wing players. Use it. Take it to them physically. Okay. And what was it? The narrative, they're the physical, nasty team. Really? That's what they're saying? Miami? Yeah, that's what, Miami culture, physicality, mm-hmm. hardworking, blah, 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 blah. But this team, this Laker team is bigger and more physical than any team in the NBA. Mm. And that's got to be the mindset to go in, dominate physically, dominate the boards, dominate defensively, Mm. and use your size, please. Sounds good. I agree. I cannot disagree with that. And I have no original thought about that. (laughs) Okay. Okay, offensively, how would you score on this Lakers defense? Ooh, that's tough, too. Just keep... That's tough. I said, since they don't have the size, maybe just keep roaming around. 
Well, this team plays motion off ball mm-hmm. offense. It's a free opportunity offense. Mm-hmm. But at some point in time, you have to have guys step up and be the guy. And it's got to be Goran Dragic. Pick and roll, isolation, whatever you want. He can't get to the rim. He's crafty. He has the ability to do that. Hmm. And depending on how the Lakers will defend Jimmy Butler, I feel like he's got some advantages with certain matchups. I think Danny Green is a good defender on him, but he might have some foot speed against Danny Green. But Danny Green's got size. He knows how to play position defense. So it's going to be pretty tough on Jimmy Butler. And like you said earlier, he's going to have – he relies on getting to the paint, drawing fouls, and that's what this Laker defense is built on, making you drive it, finishing over the bigs without fouling, which is what they do best. So it's going to be – I feel, personally feel like it's going to be a tough series for Jimmy Butler, but we've seen him kill the Lakers in Minnesota time and time again. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that ha- works out. But the guy that scares me is Dra- Hero and yeah, Dragic, Dragic. Their ability to – Robinson, yeah. Get to the paint. Robinson. I mean, Robinson, he's, been, wait, he's just an open shooter, yeah. But he spaces the yeah, floor very I mean, well for he, them, yeah. All of them will, some, yeah. Something you have to and account for. But. Yeah. And like I, he moves without the ball very well is the thing. Like, it's like a like – a, Tyler Hero and uh, Robinson, to me, use them very well. Like, I will, like, to use that to your advantage. Like, use them like the Splash Brothers, just – make them tie the Lakers out really help really put the defense off balance use the off motion off motion action to your advantage and I think Lakers are probably capable yes but I think that's your best strategy instead of playing straight up one-on-one or slow the pace but I know what I mean yeah because Dragic and Tyler Hero can get their own shot can they can can get in and I, I think I left this out on the Lakers defensive plan, but I think mm-hmm. Miami has to be aware of this. I won't be surprised if the Lakers play zone. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. If they play zone, then I use Bam in the teeth of the, of the zone. Yeah, but I, I'm just saying they got to be mm-hmm. prepared for that to yeah. take a because the Lakers will throw in a zone from time to time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's probably something that they have to be mindful of because mm-hmm. if they're having trouble controlling the dribble penetration and with all the off-ball movement, the zone can pretty much negate all of that off-ball movement from Tyler Hero and Robinson. Mm-hmm. I see. Got it. If they're having trouble covering that, switching or following those off-screen stuff, they can might and they're struggling, they can throw a zone, and that a lot of times can negate a lot of that off-ball motion. Might be a zone series. Two teams playing zone. <laughs> like, no, back to college. It's pretty I funny. Can see that. Yeah, I can, yeah, I can see that. And that may probably relies on the bigs. Yeah. 
Anthony Davis and Bam trying to do try to beat that zone in in the paint. Because one thing I thought, if, if Lakers play one on one defense, one thing I thought would help Jimmy Butler if Bam goes out to the three point comes comes out and just more room in the paint for Jimmy Butler. Yeah, but Bam's not a shooter per se. No, but he's capable. <laughs> he's the, yeah. Is he? A deep point shooter, probably not. Uh, you're probably right about that, but I don't know. So yeah, if he probably if he's more permanent, he probably will lay off him. They shoot it. Okay. Okay, I see. But probably more underneath the three point line. But you can still a long jump shot. I think he's capable of making that. So that probably will help Jimmy Butler in the paint some somewhat. You get in paint. Boom, bounce pass it to Bam for a mid-range jumper. And I think the Lakers will happily let him take it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but who, what yeah. else is their big rotation they got? Yeah, the, so I, I, I can only name seven players from them. Can you help me out? So starting lineup is Jogic, Robinson, Crawford, Butler, and Bam. And off the bench, I see Tyler Hero and Iguodala. I think I'm missing one more. Kelly Olynyk. No, he's uh, is he? Oh no. yeah. Oh oh, he is. Oh shoot. Oh, he might be utilized a lot. Myers Leonard. He hasn't played much. Okay. None. The rookie point guard who started much of the year. Hmm. Okay, but I'll guess. I'll anticipate eight man rotation with Kelly Olynyk, Tyler Hero, and Iguodala. So, yeah, we noticed starting five, but off the bench, I had Caruso, Rondo, and Kuzma, maybe Morris. So, Lakers have a lot of bodies. They have a lot of bodies. Depth of the front court is much deeper than mm-hmm. Miami. Nice. See if the Lakers are able to utilize that. Mm-hmm. Probably make Iguodala shoot a jumper, but yeah, I know in the game six against uh, Celtics, he's able, to, he's able to shoot that shot. But that's probably what you want to do. You want him to have that open shot, probably double off Iguodala. No, he's proven. No, he's proven he's a capable do. shooter. Hmm. Left the Warriors. Yeah, he left the Warriors, but it's okay. I got my other Splash Brothers. I Robinson and Tyler Hero. <laughs> but he, he's proven mm-hmm. to be a mm-hmm. big time three point shooter. Mm-hmm. The next Robert Ori, right? <laughs> but I mean, the Lakers just don't double. Mm-hmm. And play everything straight up. I think the advantage goes to them. Yeah, they should be good. Because the the overall action is you overreacting to Bam and and Goran Dragic of of those off-ball screens. And Mm -hmm. then everything goes downhill from there. Mm. I can see that. If you can handle Jimmy Butler one-on-one, which I think Lakers are capable of, with Danny Green, KCP, LeBron James, mm. Kuzma Caruso. Mm. You're not going to stop him, but you can handle him in a sense mm-hmm. where he doesn't go off then. Yeah. Okay. What if you get a swarm, Bam? Then show me what you got. That should be fun. Show me your post moves. Oh, shoot. Show me <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, he's able. Yeah, he can drive it. 
Because to me, he's the same. Other than the playmaking, it's the same caliber as Mar- a Montrezl Harrell. Montrezl Harrell, interesting. Other than longer, mm-hmm. he's, he can playmate better than mm-hmm. Montrezl Harrell, but the mm-hmm. finishing ability, the way he's able to score, is the very, same. very similar. Gotcha. Mine says Miami. Keep the confidence there. Play aggressive. Don't be afraid of their of them attacking you. They're capable. They're more nasty than Denver, I'll tell you that, in my opinion. More nasty. They're very nasty. Yeah, just during Butler, you said nastiness. <laughs> but it's going to be put to the test now. So that was our idiotic discussion. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, this is Bob Einstein signing off. As always, stay wise. Stay silly.